Good afternoon everyone and welcome to another episode of Wake Up Monday by your host Esther. I hope you are well and I hope you will enjoy today's session. So today's session will actually be built upon what we've covered in the last episode. So if you'd like to refresh your memory, please check out the previous episode titled An Act of Bravery. So the focal point of today's session will actually focus on Romans 12 verse 2 and how it reveals the transformation that God commands us to embark upon in order to live righteously. So the title of this session hints at how this process can be initiated by you as it ponders upon the things that we do not want to see in ourselves. The part of identity that we want to eliminate so that we may truly live in the glory of God and know truly know godly peace. I know that this may sound ominous, but I promise you it will make sense at the end of today's session. So just a quick announcement, don't forget to follow our podcast from whatever listening platform you are joining us from today. Uh, It will ensure that you will receive notifications about any updates and of course new episodes. And don't forget to share because God's message is for everyone, all nations of course, as you can see from Mark 13 verse 10. So, a closer look into Romans 12 verse 2 tells us that if we truly want to be transformed, we must not conform with the world, but live according to the will of God. Our standards should be his standards as stated in the word. In fact, the Greek word for renewing is called uh, aniosi, to replenish, to transform. So, God does not want you to remain the same. He wants you to become a new person, born again almost a new creation as you can see in second corinthians 5 in verse 17 and of course if you also look at john chapter 3 verse 3 so our walk with christ must almost imitate the ways of christ of course that does not mean that we must physically die like christ but the baptism symbolizes the burial of our old self almost a public execution and when we come out of the water, this represents our resurrection. Just like Christ, we are raised from the death. A renewed life, uh, a renewed self that lives in the light of God. And you can see more of this in Romans 6 verse 4. And of course, if you look at Colossians 2 verse 12. And also in Ephesians 4 from verses 22 to 24. It is ultimately seen so this act of baptism as the ultimate act that leads to your new life of transformation this does not mean that your journey of living righteousness uh, righteously is incomplete no it is just the beginning of living a life of faith a life we live with hope so that we may reach our salvation and you can see more of this in second corinthians uh, chapter 5 from verses 1 to 3 in fact, it says that for we know that if our earthly house, the tent we live in, is dismantled, we have a building from God, a house not built by human hands, but as internal in the heavens. And of course, I'm using the NET version. I actually f- says furthermore in verse 2 that for in this earthly house will groan because we desire to put on our heavenly house, we will not be found naked. For we groan while we are in this tent, since we are weighed down. So weighed down, of course, by the weight of the world and so forth. And of course, if you want to look further into this, there's also Proverbs 3 from verses 1 to 2. 
So to give you a more clear picture of how this may look like in practice, we are going to go through some scriptures I expand upon Romans 12 verse 2. Particularly, my first point, into what does the renewing of our mind in faith actually look like? You know, what will actually give us uh, a good idea uh, and allow us to determine what is actually good according to God? Well, if you look closely at Philippians 4 verse 8, it commands us to frame our minds, our perspective into, and of course I'll be using the NET version, into whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If something is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. In fact, if we also look at Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 5, it also states that you must love the Lord your God with your whole mind, your whole being and all your strength wow and how does our mind how can we mirror our mind so that we as we pursue god's kingdom so let me reframe this again so how can our mind mirror our pursuit of god's kingdom so if we look closely at colossians 3 verse 2 it actually says I believe, using the NET version, that we should keep it, we should be keep thinking about things above, you know, things on earth. Wow. So that basically means that in our pursuit of God, um, it states, so in our pursuit of God's kingdom and righteousness, all things will be well. And of course, this is also reinforced in Matthew 6, verse 33. In other words, God should be above else i mean everything therefore you should not be in a state of worry as it shows your lack of faith in god and i know this may seem daunting it's not very easy can be very challenging but remember this is a lifelong commitment it will take time to see this change maybe even decades i myself i'm still working on this so do not be dismayed when you fail in this the point is that you get back up and try again you do not give up you persevere so take on these tests and tribulations with joy as it proves to God that you are genuine in your pursuit of his kingdom. And if you want to see more of this, definitely check out James 1 verse 12 and also 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 16. And of course, with all of this, our ultimate goal is of course to live a life steadfast in our faith unmoved by the ways of the world energize each and every day as we read the scriptures of god and practice Jesus' teachings in the world to be an ambassador a disciple in god's kingdom in fact if we look closely at psalms chapter chapter 1 from verses 1 to 3 the bible actually uses this powerful imagery of a tree almost an allegory of how living righteousness cannot cannot just change a lifetime but even generations to come as of faith is we aim to have a faith so grounded like the hidden network of roots that span for miles and give sustenance to a tree a tree that will never lack in anything as it is planted by flowing streams and is able to produce fruits every season consistently but remember this person went on a journey to be transformed. As we also see from verses 1 to 2 in that same chapter, where it talks about how that individual no longer follows the advice of the wicked or is in the assembly of mockers if you use the NIV version or in the scornful if you use the NKJV version. And of course, this clearly 
seems to be their old life, which died when they embarked on this journey of transformation by being, of course, reborn in the spirit of God, which is, of course, true baptism. So, before you embark on your journey of transformation, ask yourself, what areas of your life do you want to eliminate? What needs to die in order for you to live? Let me ask you that question again. What needs to die in order for you to live, to live in the glory of God? So, I start with the perspective, with the question, who am I not? Who am I not? So that I may be the person God wants me to be. Who am I not? Because I may not see that person today, but I am willing to wholeheartedly commit to this process of transformation to be transformed in the glory of God. So, ask yourself these questions. Let me start. So, who am I not? I am not someone that wallows in self-hatred, is dishonest with others and themselves, thinks about material things rather than matters which pertain to my spiritual life. Uh, I am not someone who is inconsistent with their spiritual life and is unable to trust others because of my past and so on. So my challenge for you this week is to make this list of who am I not and begin to address these as you embark on your journey of spiritual transformation. Because we, if you want to embark on true spiritual transformation, parts of you, maybe even your old life, needs to die in order for you to truly live, live in God's glory. So, obviously I know that this is a very difficult decision to make and a very hard journey, but I'm telling you, it is so rewarding. Each and every day, I see the changes in myself as I look in the mirror and I begin to see the 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 self, the identity that God wants me to see and it's such a marvelous journey so as just an encouragement let me leave you with this so if we look at Psalms 71 verse 3 using the NET version it beautifully, it beautifully states that our Lord will be my protector so your protector and refuge a stronghold where you can be safe for our Lord is our high ridge and our stronghold. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you and have a blessed week.